welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport from Melgus Real Estate. Each episode, I take an outside the wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. Even though it's the middle of winter and a little bit snowy, it's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake still looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Well, okay, maybe today we'll walk alongside it since it's iced over. Joining us today is a Lake Geneva native and resident, Neil Aspinall. Neil is an award-winning illustrator and graphic designer whose unique work blurs the lines between illustration, design, advertising, and fine art. Neil's work includes logos, posters, icons, illustrations, portraits, and private commissions, and he's even done some animated TV commercials. His long list of awards includes honors from the American Society of Illustrators and the Art Institute of Colorado Hall of Fame, just to name a couple. Welcome, Neil. Hi there. (laughs) So if anybody is in Lake Geneva for more than a few minutes, they will come across something that you have created. Your work is everywhere on business signs, on the sign outside the Barrett Memorial Library, Williams Bay, outside the Geneva Lakes Museum. Um, It's in the Geneva Lake Visitor's Guides. They're on apparel, coffee mugs, note cards, books, pillows, which I have several, and of course, prints, which I also have. But before we start talking about your work, let's begin with Lake Geneva. Can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up? I did grow up in Lake Geneva. I grew up um, on the northwest edge of town. Uh, my dad designed and built the house we grew up in. And then later in 2015, I bought that house and that's where I now reside. That's so, so neat. So did your parents own it all this time or it was sold a few times uh, when you bought it? Yeah, back? they they owned it all that time. That's yeah, so neat. You are not the first person that I've talked to who has done that, lived in the house they grew up in here in Lake Geneva. It just shows people's... Yeah, I never life. would have guessed that in a million years. So yeah, when the opportunity came up, it was perfect timing and it was just all fell into place. It was meant to be, right? <laughs> That's right. So as a kid, what were you a kid that loved to be out on the water? Or what did you like to do in Lake Geneva um, growing up? You know, we didn't have lake rights, so, but I had a lot of friends that did. But I, I mean, I walked around the lake every summer, every fall. Um, I was out actually a lot more time out in the woods. Um, way, I, I don't know if you know where Devil's Hill is, probably not, mm-hmm. but you do. I do. Okay. Well, I was, that was all just nothingness. So kind of between my house and Lake Como, uh, I spent a lot of time in the woods and just loved all kinds of sports, also outdoor sports. And, and I think people, you know, I mean, people think of Lake Geneva for the lake, obviously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for Geneva Lake, but you know, there are so many beautiful wooded areas yes. and hills and cliffs. There's just so much more beautiful nature mm-hmm. right. um, aside from the lake, which, yes. of course, is the star of the show. But <laughs> so then tell me how you first were inspired by art and how you ended up doing this. Um, it was kind of always there because um, I, I'm the youngest of four. All three of my older siblings were artists in the art. My dad was a draftsman at Wisconsin Southern Gas Company. Um, so there was always art materials around drawing equipment. There was always, it was just, seemed like the thing to do. (laughs) So there was never a time that I wasn't into art that I can ever remember. And okay. So I read on your Facebook page recently that one of your earliest influences or, uh, had, had a lot of influence on your illustrations was 
um, Neil Peart, mm -hmm. the drummer of Rush. Yes. Tell, tell me about that. <laughs> um, partly just the way he carries himself is he's always a humble, um, down-to-earth person, not going for the glitz, glamour, rock star thing, but always very focused on improving what he's doing and not worried. He wasn't that worried about record sales. He was worrying about producing the, the best piece of music. So and that, what a huge that loss kind of that approach, was, right? <laughs> yes. Such a loss. Yes, but, absolutely. But I, I, that was interesting to see that you said that. So then, so <laughs> oh, you went, go ahead. Oh, one other thing is that I was also have always wanted to be a drummer. So he was the best drummer ever. And my older brother was a drummer. My dad was a drummer. I started out in drums and after fourth grade drums, I'm like, we were drumming on a board, like playing 1950s music. I'm like, and I quit. I wish my parents would have made me stay in it. But Hey, there's so. a little adult uh, rock central up here, right? <laughs> Maybe right. you could start. And it's never too late. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so you, what did you, what was your major in college? Uh, I went to the Art Institute of Colorado and I, I liked that school because it wasn't a four-year university where you have to take all these, what I viewed as unnecessary classes. It focused strictly on you getting a job and your career. So you signed up for, let's say, in my case, advertising design, and they, the classes were all laid out for you. You were forced to take photography, advertising, illustration, drawing, perspective drawing, typography, graphic design, all aspects of the business. So, And then when you graduated, what was next? Did you uh, That was a two-year, year-round school, and then I came back immediately. I couldn't wait to get back to Lake Geneva. And uh, it helped, of course, that my girlfriend, now my wife, was here too. <laughs> so, um, and I just missed all my family, the people, just the whole Lake Geneva thing and the up north thing too. I love, we always went up to near the Monaco area every summer too. So I missed that. Uh, so I came back immediately and knew that I had to be in a city for what I was doing. So I went, my wife was finishing up at UWM University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. So I got an apartment there. Got luckily I got a job within three weeks uh, at a commercial art studio, and so that's if every college graduate could say that, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and oddly enough, the guy I replaced there had gone to the Art Institute of Colorado, also. Oh, really? So that that's was small world. Good. So yep. how, how did you, you know, your work has, and of course we'll post your website and everybody who isn't familiar with your work can go and look at, at your images. And of mm -hmm. course, all they have to do is come to Lake Geneva and they'll see it everywhere. <laughs> I know, they like stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't wait to meet you when I moved here full time because I've just been seeing your work around for so long. Sure. And I didn't know at first that it was someone local who did this. <laughs> and so when I found that out, I couldn't wait to meet you and talk to you. But it has such a... Um, kind of a retro feel to it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I look at your illustrations, they bring back memories of when I was a kid here. Mm -hmm. You know, you have uh, of the Riviera, of Stone Manor, of Water Safety Patrol, Yerkes, the Abbey, the old Majestic Ski Hill. Sure, right. um, all those, I mean, every time I see one of your images, it just brings back, you know, some time in my, in my life growing up here. Mm -hmm. So how did you kind of settle into the style? I mean, did you did you go right to it or did you kind of circle around <laughs> well, it? And, 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 and working at, I worked at two different commercial arts studios. I worked at the one from 84, 85 till 88. And then I worked 
the next one was which was like the place to be in Milwaukee from um, 88 through 94. So I was surrounded by like the best people in the business. And so, but you were also forced to crank out a different style every day. Mm-hmm. So I learned many, many styles, but I was also one of the few illustrators that had a graphic design because of my school, forcing me to do all aspects. It helped that I had graphic design and illustration. Usually people go off into one or the other. So I was able to do concepting, design, typography, and then execute the final art. So how long does it take you to do, to do a, um, you know, just one of like the, the things that I just mentioned, like the review. Well, recently that's taken forever because I have such a backlog of work. So people that have, are listening to this, that might've recently commissioned me are laughing because they've been waiting, you know, <laughs> months and months or in some cases a year. But if I just, if I had no other work and just sat down and did one, a private commission of, let, let's say, of a, a lake home would be, mm, if I, if you count taking reference photos and revisions, probably three weeks. Okay. So that's if, if you I just had no other life, right? That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and these <laughs> if I didn't un- see my kids. Or right, right. right. <laughs> the, the little things, right? right. All these, um, you know, that I mentioned that, or you have like the Venetian f- festival or the fireworks. Or, did you just pick those? I mean, I know you have your private commissions. Were, were those images you decided to do or? Almost all of to? the images I've done, I was hired to do. Okay. So for example, the Venetian, I was hired by the Lake Geneva JCs for the, was it the 50th anniversary? I believe of exactly. it. I think it was for the 50th anniversary. So a lot of these were for anniversaries. And then a lot of my prints first were done as visitor guide covers, like the Riv, the Yerkes, Black Point. A lot of those were visitor guide covers that I then transferred, redesigned into prints. And so how do you start? You just have like a blank, blank piece of paper in front of you, a blank <laughs> computer. I mean, how, how is it without giving away all your secrets? <laughs> right. How, how does you know, where does it start? How does it come to be? A well, I stole all my secrets from other people. So <laughs> right. I, it's okay. I doubt even if they heard you explain it in detail that they could do what you do. So don't worry uh, about a big, huge part of it is getting really good photo reference. I don't just copy a photo. A lot of times I have to combine several photos. Um, sometimes it's stock photos to add this part or that part. Um, you know, if I want to have a certain kind of tree, I might have to find a stock photo of it. Um, but that's the big, that's the key. And then putting it all together in a, a design and just from doing it for so many years and it just. Is it easy now or not necessarily? <laughs> it is easy. Is that just because yeah. you've got it down, you're an expert at it. <laughs> so tell us more about the types of clients that, that hire you. You have, like you said, some villages and the JCs, yeah. and then do you have individuals? I want to go back. I didn't sure. really answer your question. I rambled on on some other topic when you asked me, how did I get into the retro thing? I don't feel like I really answered that. Um, it had comes partly from my mom was a huge, she was way ahead of her time. Like she was like the original American picker. <laughs> she had a, just loved rubber sales and flea markets and finding all this old junk that would, could be salvaged and uh, antique stores and that kind of thing. And then with my dad being a draftsman, I liked everything perfect and <laughs> square and, <laughs> So, but the combination of growing up in a small town and the love of antiques around me, and that's, I think, how I loved, uh, like, retro advertising, some of those you've seen, 
like fruit crates and billboards and things of the past, like when they used to paint images on silos, like for Miller High Life, that kind of thing. I mean, I just love that stuff. And I think a lot of people do, I think. So yeah, so, so that's the retro thing. Right. Well, so you're <laughs> and here. everybody wants to go back to a simpler time before the 60s, I think, when everything was, you know, done on a handshake and I agree. So, ah, the, the glorious exactly. 60s, right? Although before we're... the 60s. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know what you just mentioned um a pretty big client, you say Miller. Mhm. So I'm I'm looking at just a partial list here of some of your very impressive clients outside of Lake Geneva, mm-hmm. um, the Bank of America, Birkenstock, Corona, Facebook. I saw you yes. did like a one of the icons. For, uh, several. Or, or I the, did about twelve. They have little icons for different categories. Yeah. So how um, did you get that gig? I mean, that's pretty uh, big. It's all who you know. It's a. Uh, <laughs> A friend of mine that worked at my second art studio, which was called the Art Factory in Elm Grove, he went on from there and went to, moved on. He was the rare combination of an artist and a computer genius. So he moved up the ladder through various corporations until he finally landed at Facebook, one of the marketing people at Facebook. And then he gave my name to the person that was in charge of hiring for this project and it all worked out. So, so which icon so that when we see them, we know it's you. Uh, um, let's see. Bars, restaurants, travel. Uh, there's one with like a like light rail kind of a train. I forgot what the category is for that. There's like seven others. I can't think of them off the top of my head. That, that's pretty neat. So now you're not only all over like Geneva. You're all, all on <laughs> right. our social media too. Right. But you've had um, two Harley Davidson, mm-hmm. minor league baseball. What did you do for them? I did a logo for their winter meetings in Nashville, and that was several years ago, 15 years ago, maybe. So fun. A National Park Service, Nordstrom, Pepsi, mm-hmm. Target, The Washington Post. So when you do these, do you have to travel to meet with, or you, everything's done remotely? Uh, it's all remote. Um, I used to, before the computer took over everything, I would take out ads in national source books, which get mailed out to every ad agency in North America, every design firm, every publisher. And so those were free to the art directors of the world, some in, and some in Europe. And that was part of it. Winning awards, of course, get you exposure, doing magazine covers, which is why they have such low budgets because it's worth it for the PR. And then... Um, doing podcasts. For... <laughs> And then through the various years I've had, I had a rep in Connecticut who handled New York. I had a rep in the Twin Cities. I had a rep in San Francisco for quite a while. That was the one that got me a lot of the really good work. Briefly had a rep in Chicago, one of the big heavy hitters that every art buyer in Chicago would know. You're not allowed to say. (laughs) That's okay. I don't want to get you in trouble. It was Monroe Campania was in Chicago. So that's another way that I got work. Okay. And then back to the private commissions here. Um, So I've seen some of the lakefront mansions that Mm -hmm. you've done. So they just, how does that work? They just see your work. They call you up, have you out. Yeah. A lot of them saw previous commissions at someone else's house and they want one for their house. And then we, they either send me a photo they really like, or I show up at the property. Sometimes we go out in a boat and we take it from the lake, um, so they include the pier and the water. And it's a challenge because you want to show the water and the house. So it's kind of hard to show both. Do you but... have any favorites that stick out <laughs> in your mind? 
Just ones that kind of just, I don't know, were special to do. Or... Um, I like all of them, really. Yeah. It seems like, I, you know, I follow you on social media and just it, it, you're just constantly putting new ones out and, and each one is more impressive than the last <laughs> one. And it's really neat to look at. I mean, I would, buy, fun, yeah. I would buy some of those works that aren't even my house. <laughs> <laughs> that happened once. Really? Somebody, I think they were friends with the people and they bought an image of the, their friends. Oh, that's fun. Oh, they're, they're, they're really cool works of art. So they're beautiful. And it's exciting that I get to see up close these houses. You know, I get to go inside some of them and I get to see all around every side of it. You know, like this, like when you walk the lake path, you see the front, but you never see the back and the driveway and all, right. the, all the stuff that's behind there and the three mile drive from the road to the house. And the, the other house, maybe yeah. that's back or closer several. to the driveway. <laughs> right. Or several. Exactly. That's why I like being a realtor. I love getting in these houses right. and seeing yeah. um, mm -hmm. just the whole property. Sure. You know, it is. I mean, the yeah. lake view, of course, is spectacular, but yeah. there's a lot more behind there. Yes. It's pretty neat. Right. Uh, so any private commissions that maybe were challenging for one reason or another? Um, there, it's all over the board. Some just go boom, boom, boom. And some are challenging for various reasons. There's trees and lot. Sometimes it's a challenge because there's too many trees blocking the house. Um, just getting a good photo reference is, is challenging. Uh, a lot of times I'll either I will decide or they'll, the customer will just say, take that tree out so we can see some more of the house or one house is called twin pines and, uh, one of the pines is missing. It fell down in a storm. So oh. she said, put the, put the <laughs> other pine back pine. in. Yeah, right. <laughs> so she said, put the other pine back in because it's called twin pines. Right, right. It wouldn't make sense. Oh, then what a shame that it fell down. Yeah. They have to rename their house now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so do you connect and share ideas with any other artists in the area? Mm, I use, well, I did in the Milwaukee area when I, because I lived up there from 85 through... 2015. So we were all connected, the illustrators, more the advertising part, but that whole business just collapsed in 2008. So that everybody, and then when the, with the computer coming in, there's no personal connections anymore, really as much. Mm. So, but I still stay connected with some of them and I still there, I have some artist friends in this area too. And what kind so. of art do you appreciate looking at? <laughs> Other than your own, of course. All, all kinds. I mean, fine art and graphic design and just it, just anything, really, advertising. And so besides Neil Peart, anybody yeah. else that over the years you've that have really influenced you? Obviously, you said your parents. Mm -hmm, your right. parents and Neil Peart. And that's my, kind of a nice my group. siblings. And your siblings. Um, Norman Rockwell, of course. Oh, yeah. There's so many illustrators that you've never heard of that I I could list just a ton of them. All the amazing illustrators I worked with at the Art Factory, some a couple at Spectrum in my first place, and then at the Art Factory was very, it was almost like five years of continuing education, learning the business, and um, they were so good <laughs> and so fast. Yeah. I mean, they were just so fast. Well, it's neat because not that many people kind of know early on what they want to do uh -huh. and do it and are successful <laughs> at it and enjoy it. Right. So you thinking about your future, you're, you're not going anywhere, right? You're going to keep do, producing the, right. these illustrations. No, as as and, <laughs> not in the foreseeable future. And how can people get a hold of you if they are interested in either 
purchasing art. I mean, it is in a lot of the stores up here, um, but if they wanted a private commission or wanted to just see more of your artwork, um, they could they go? either through Facebook or my website, neilaspinall.com. Um, they can call me, email me, however they feel comfortable. Yeah. So. And there, there's a lot on the website and um, yeah, I was just at the Fontana home, a new store um, mm-hmm. and bought um, some of your artwork there. Yes. So like I said, it's everywhere. I would absolutely love to have my own galleries somewhere, uh-huh. either in Lake Geneva or somewhere else, maybe out in the, out in a rural area somewhere, but it's just not possible right now. So Fontana home is the next best thing. And so. just every place I was yeah. sitting at the owl having a beer yeah. the other night and there's your majestic hill on the <laughs> yeah. wall, which was so neat. So I just said, there he is again. So it really is kind of like, like Geneva is your gallery. Right. <laughs> so they can either buy things. Um, if they want to buy prints, the Espinal poster stores where they'll see every possible print I have. And then, and keep in mind, I can do a print of any image you've ever seen. So if it's not necessarily a print, in the print section, but it's a neat image you like. And I can uh, modify it also and change the type too. I like I've done several of the Riv where I changed the bottom because people got married there. Their wedding was there. So we changed it to Bob and Sue 2012, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, And you do a lot of logos too for yes. businesses, right. right? Yeah. I've seen some of that. To really... Yeah, I've done. That's really helped to fill the void when the advertising print advertising world collapsed in 2008. I mean, a good logo is golden, right? I (laughs) mean, for a business. And I like to, you know, so many logos look so mechanical and cold and I like to make them personal and sort of a hand-drawn touch to them. So Mayberry-esque. Yes. I like that. (laughs) Who doesn't love that look? Anything else you'd like to share about your business? Mm, Not really. Just, I have a huge list of images coming up that people will be excited about. And you're on social media, so they can follow you on yes. Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram. And we'll put all that information up on the Loving Lake Geneva website too, okay. because I love following you on Facebook, just seeing what your latest <laughs> works are too. So, um, well, lastly, I ask this of every guest and for people who have spent so many years here, it's a really tough question, but what is your favorite thing about living in Lake Geneva? <laughs> that is tough. I know, but you have to pick one. Oh, besides the lake, I'd say it's the rare combination of on this side of the street is Joe the farmer, and on this side of the street is multimillionaire CEO of some corporation or world famous something or other, and they're just all living right next to each other. And And <laughs> if you saw them out? You might not know which is which. No, right? exactly. That's what I've noticed. Right. At every event here, and there are many every week and every weekend, yeah. um, you know, you see people of all ages and all backgrounds, right. all having the same fun in the same space. Yep. And you really don't know really who's who. Exactly. So that's a great one. And and it's a common answer is, is. the people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, the lake, of course, is a given. It's stunning and beautiful. But yes to live in a community with people like this is really yeah. special. So, yeah. well, thank you so much for thank coming you for on having me. and everything will be um, linked on, on my website, lovinglakegeneva.com. As always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunsets 
but most of all, the people. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport of Melvis Real Estate. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right.